Hey everybody, this is Jimmy Smith. Welcome to another episode of the Biblical Business Leaders Podcast. Uh, Excited to bring to you this topic today. Uh, It's a verse that most of us, I believe, would know if you've been in church for any amount of time or if you've been, uh, you know, within Christianity for any amount of time, you'll have probably heard this verse. And in most cases that I've ever heard this verse preached about or talked about, I actually think that the majority of the cases I've heard have been interpreted improperly. And uh, luckily, thankfully, there is a good use for the internet at times. And uh, in this case, the internet has taught me a lot more about the historical context of this verse. And so we will get into it in just a second. But let's go ahead and start out with uh, a prayer as usual. Heavenly Father, thank you so much uh, for just Everyone that's that's listening to this podcast, I pray for blessings over their life, blessing over their their businesses, their family, over their spiritual lives, over just everything that they do, Father, that they do it for your glory, that they do it and are, are touched by you, touched by your Holy Spirit, and ultimately lean on you in everything that they do moving forward, that they surrender every second to you, that they are on your path, in your steps, walking forward as a lighthouse, as a beacon for the gospel through their businesses, through their personal lives, through everything that they do, that ultimately they are reflecting you better and better each and every day, each and every week, and ultimately growing in their relationships with you. And I pray, as we will talk about in this episode uh, of the podcast, I pray that uh, they are either hot or cold, that they are not lukewarm in their faith, that they are growing and moving forward to be that beacon of light representing you to the rest of the world. And I, I thank you for them, and I just pray for blessings over them and over this podcast episode. In Yeshua's name we pray. Amen. Okay, everybody, This let's start out with the verse, because this one I'm excited to talk about, so I'll probably be talking a little bit fast at times, so I'm going to try to slow myself down. I always like whenever I find different things, different either interpretations of a verse or more accurate uh, interpretations. So in this case, I'm going to read through a couple of the verses, but the main one is Revelations 3.15 through 16, but I'm going to start at 3.14, which is the start of this section, and it's to the church in Laodicea, and I'm most likely going to butcher a lot of these these names and these places uh, today, so I apologize. I'm not the best with the pronunciations of that, but you, you'll understand, I assume. So, uh, Revelation 3.14, and to the ch- angel of the church in Laodicea, write the words of the amen, the faithful and true witness, the beginning of God's creation. I know your works. You are neither cold nor hot. Would that you were either cold or hot. So because you are lukewarm and neither hot nor cold, I will spit you out of my mouth. For you say, I am rich, I have prospered, and I need nothing, not realizing that you are wretched, pitiable, poor, blind, and naked. I counsel you to buy from me gold refined by fire so that you may be rich and white garments so that you may clothe yourself and the shame of your nakedness may not be seen and salve to anoint your eyes so that you may see. Those whom I love, I reprove and discipline, so be zealous and repent. Now, there's a couple of things I want to point out there. First off, he is talking, and this is the obviously in the end times through uh, through Revelation, but he's talking to a church in Laodicea. He's not just talking to uh, random people. He is talking to a church, uh, a fellowship, a body of, of so-called believers at the time of who he's discussing. Now, what I typically have heard, and I grew up in you know a private school. I know I was I was fancy, but uh, I grew up in a private school. I grew up in the church, and I've always heard that this this verse has been interpreted in a lot of ways 
that ultimately God or Jesus would rather have you be against him or for him and not to be one foot in the middle, one foot out. That, which really, if you think about it, doesn't make any sense that essentially, oh, if you're hot for the gospel, that's awesome. If you're cold and you, you aren't a part of this, then that's fine too. But if you're lukewarm, I'm going to spit you out of my mouth. That really doesn't make any sense, but you hear it typically talked about in this way. And maybe it's just, you know, uh, I wasn't paying attention in school. I don't know, but that's how I've always interpreted this verse in the Bible that, that ultimately it's, it's, God would rather have you be an atheist than he would uh, have you be a lukewarm Christian. Now, uh, there's obviously we could discuss that, but I want to discuss the historical implications of, of who Jesus was talking to here. Now, the church in Laodicea uh, was a church that is in between, let me find the two uh, different cities. It was in between the city of, again, I'm going to butcher this, Hierapolis and the city of Colossa. Now, those two cities had two different types of water. Hierapolis was famous for its hot springs, for soothing and healing hot springs. It received hot water from the north, uh, and it's using Roman aqueducts, and ultimately, it was a city of hot water. Now, the city to the south of Laodicea was Colossa, about 11 miles away, and that snowmelt or they had snow melt that came from the mountains. So it had refreshing cold water that could be, um, that you could use to drink. Now, unfortunately, by the time the hot water and the cold water got to Laodicea, both of them were lukewarm. And ultimately what that ended up doing, and I'm, I need to jump around to my notes a little bit. The reason that Jesus talks about, I will spit you out of my mouth. And the actual uh, root word used for that is to vomit you out of my mouth. What that water did is it made a, a, a mixture that caused people to vomit. It was something that wasn't good to drink. It was not usable in any way for drinking. And so he'd spit it out of his mouth. Now, what I find fascinating in this is that ultimately what Jesus is saying here is that he would rather have you be useful in one of two ways. Either hot water is useful for healing, for soothing, for just having a hot springs, right? It's for cleansing or be cold where you could be refreshing. You could be uh, drink. You could be something that would refresh the body and help you to heal uh, in that way. But ultimately, those two uses were things that Jesus wanted us to be, as a church, to actually be useful and to move forward. Now, the other thing with Laodicea is it has, it's a city that had a reputation, at least in the time of its writing, was for its many banks, for its excellent medical school, for its clothing industry. But Jesus actually says that it was not rich, but it was poor. It was not healthy, but it was blind. It was not well-clothed, but it was naked. What happens in, in this verse is that their resources lead them to rely on themselves instead of on Jesus. And the reason I want to point this out is because, he, again, he is talking to a church, a body of believers that ultimately are trusting in themselves. They do say they're rich, that they have prospered, that they need nothing, when ultimately everything they need is to buy from him gold refined by fire so that you may be rich, white garments so that you may clothe yourself and the shame of your nakedness may not be seen and salve to anoint your eyes so that you may see. So I wanted to point this verse out because for me, it's impactful to see that, oh, okay, well, of course, you know, Jesus wouldn't rather have an atheist to, to drink. 
you know, that it's, uh, that's the cold water that, that those, you know, atheists, unbelievers, whatever it might be, that's the cold water and Jesus is okay with them, but he would spit out a lukewarm Christian. What he's saying here is he wants us to be useful in the ways that we are best to be useful. He wants us to uh, rely on him, rely on the, the Holy Spirit to lead us into uh, the gifts that, that we've been given, whether we are supposed to be hot water or we are supposed to be cold water. It's not that hot water is the best and cold water is awful. It's that both are useful and have different uses. And ultimately, we have different uses as a body and church uh, of believers, right? Now, what I want to caution you with in with this verse as well is that being as this was a church, I would say that looking at the world today, especially living in the United States, we rely on our banks. We rely on our medicine. We rely on our clothes, on our wealth, on everything in that area. And also as business owners, it becomes very easy to become a lukewarm Christian that's relying on the wealth of your business, on relying on the things that your business can provide, on the prosperity that can come from your business if you run it properly. And so I just want to encourage you today that in the end times, in Revelation, Jesus is directly talking to a church of believers that is lukewarm, that while they believe in Jesus, they don't trust in him for everything, and they aren't uh, the lighthouse that he would want for the rest of the world to see uh, coming out of them as an example for the rest of the world. So, this is just a quick episode today. I wanted to just come to you to encourage you to, as we talked about last week, and these, these weeks have been building on each other, but as we talked about last week, taking inventory of your spiritual life with God, if you did that homework assignment that I gave, then you want to make sure that you are not a lukewarm Christian. You want to make sure that you are either hot or cold, because that's what Jesus wants to see. One of the two. You don't have to be, and not everyone's going to be the same, right? Not everyone's going to be uh, you know, useful to the kingdom in the same way, but ultimately what we need to do is to trust on God to show us in the ways that we can be useful to his kingdom moving forward with the gifts and the strengths that he has ultimately given us. So I just, hopefully this is encouraging for you. Hopefully it also might clear up if you've ever thought about this verse as it's okay to be an an unbeliever. It's okay to be, or great to be a, a believer, but it's not okay to be lukewarm. If you've ever thought of it in that way, hopefully this opens your eyes a little bit more to uh, what Jesus was talking about in Revelation, how it fits in with that specific location of Laodicea and why there was lukewarm water there, why he was using that uh, as the best example to discuss their ultimate uh, faith in him. And it'll help you to realize, okay, well, how can I utilize my business? I want you to think about these things. How can you utilize your business to be hot or cold for Jesus, uh, to be a either a use of being hot or a use of being cold in some way, but ultimately how can you use your business moving forward? And hopefully some of the episodes that we've done will help you with that. But that's what the goal of this podcast is, of of the fellowship of believers that we have in the Facebook group, uh, is to make sure that that we are keeping each other accountable to, to be hot or cold, to have a specific use 
for Jesus, for the kingdom, for spreading the gospel. And so uh, I thank you so much for listening to this. Join the Facebook group, Biblical Business Leaders. Uh, Leave a review on Apple Podcasts if you can. Download it, subscribe, whatever, you know, the typical stuff, right? I have to to do that. But uh, thank you so much for listening this week. And uh, I pray that you have a blessed week and that you're a blessing to everyone around you. 